Artemis endeavors to get more women in the field and on the water. To support women as leaders in the conservation movement. To ensure the vitality of our lands, waters, and wildlife. Artemis endeavors to change the face of conservation. Hey Artemis listeners, this is the Artemis Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Chance, and this week we're doing something a little bit different. We are coming to you live from South Carolina Turkey Camp. I am here with Erin Glenn. Hey. <laughs> we're, we're in Erin's car. We, we just were out for our first morning here at Turkey Camp. We're on uh, National Forest property hunting, and we went out to a spot that we did not scout ahead of time, <laughs> but Kathy, who is uh, Kathy Stevens, some of you have heard from her before. She's certainly a, I don't know, she's a role model of mine and a mentor of Erin's, and she pointed to a spot for us on the map. So, Erin, do you want to walk us through what happened this morning? Yeah, sure. We got uh, parked a little before... Um sunrise and daylight and we just sat and listened for some gobblers and lo and behold did hear some but they were kind of far away so we took off in the direction and um, set up a few times and listened and we, we did hear them a couple more times and then they just shut up <laughs> and we were concerned too that we were close to uh, private property so we didn't really go any further in that direction. So now we are in the car again. We're going to go scout someplace else. Going to go scout someplace else. And we actually ran into two other hunters. Well, I guess one vehicle on our way in. And later on our way out, after we gave up on the gobbler that we heard, we heard some hen noises. Mm-hmm. I don't, I couldn't tell if it was that hunter or a hen. I think it was that hunter. Erin, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it was a hunter. It was a little aggressive, I think morning. <laughs> In the words of Mary, it sounded like a French whore. That's what she told us not to do. So yes. I'm going to say it was him. And we're driving past his truck yeah, right now. So French whore. Okay. <laughs> it's transportation. Um, yeah. So we are headed to the next spot and we'll let you know how things go from there. I have to say this morning, the dogwoods are just stunning. There's little, it's like little clouds of white in the mid story of most what's mostly pine um, and everything is much much greener here than where I live it's like things are coming to life out here compared to where I'm from I think we're at least a couple weeks behind what's happening here so um, but yeah so drinking our lukewarm coffee here that we left oh, in yeah. the car and gonna go see what we can find cheers hunting with a baby is challenging especially hunting a species with incredible eyesight and what seems to be supersonic hearing I opted to leave Charlie behind for this hunt, but that left me needing to figure out a way to feed her while we were separated. I decided to pump some milk for her, but since I never really pump in normal life, I failed to pack my car charger, pump cord, amongst other goodies in my turkey vest, and was thus left in a bit of a pickle. Though the morning was still young, Erin said she didn't mind stopping back at camp for a quick dairy cow session, so I took her up on the offer. With the baby milk situation resolved, and women filtering back into camp after their morning hunts, We stoked the coals from the night before and listened to what everyone had heard out in the woods. April is a wildlife biologist by trade and has hunted a lot with her husband, but only recently began branching out beyond that. The rest of us had paired up, but she wanted to spread her wings and go it alone. 
That morning was her first solo hunt ever and was certainly one to remember. Here's April. So the morning started out with um, headed to my spot that I had on Onyx, uh, put the coordinates in my uh, GPS and drove all around the National Forest, actually in the wrong direction, before I um, got to my spot. So I finally pulled over, pulled up the map, got to my spot and it was getting daylight. I jump out of my car and hear a gobble. And he is literally like 300 yards. So I start grabbing all my gear, my turkey vest, my gun. Um, then I can't find my shells. They're somewhere in my vest. My husband put them in there for me before I left, and I couldn't figure out which pocket because there's 20 pockets in this vest. And I'm shaking because this bird's constantly gobbling like 30, 300 yards. So I finally find them in a pocket, and I'm putting my shells in my gun, and I try to put two in at the same time. I don't know. I jam my gun. So then I'm trying to unjam it. Feeling like a really big idiot right now, as this bird's still gobbling his head off. Daylight's burning. <laughs> Daylight's burning, that's right. So I finally get all my stuff. Oh, I forgot this part. Had the car locked up, forgot my hat. So I had to go back, unlock my car, grab my hat, and then I'm going. So it's an old logging trail, and I start walking out, and I go about 300 yards. I'm up on a ridge, and he is gobbling his head off down in a creek bottom. Well, once I get around the corner close to him, I have a second bird start gobbling. He's a little further off in, uh, down the creek. So I set up, but I'm in briars, like some of them are as tall as me and tall grass. And so um, I'm trying to find a good spot. I put my hen decoy out, I set up, I call, do a few clucks, and he answers. So I'm like, all right, this is on. This, this bird's going to, he's liking what he's hearing. So. I sit there and wait, but then I start looking at my setup, and I'm not liking it. Because even if he pops out, um, the briars are so tall, it would be like I would see his head and have to take a quick shot. And I, don't, I didn't like that setup. So um, I was texting my husband. I was like, he's down in a creek. This is a hill. I don't know anything about hills. Like, what do I need to do? And he was like, just get a setup and sit still. Well, I ignore him. I pack up my stuff, and I start, I crawl through the briars. And I pop out, and it's really pretty open woods and a real pretty creek bottom. And he's gobbling, and he's probably 100 yards out still to my left. So I slip down, and I set up my hen decoy and get up behind it against a tree real quick. And I call, and he answers. And then the bird on my right answers. He's further off, but it sounds like he's coming to me. So I sit, sit. I don't call again because I don't like to call a ton. And... Then I heard the third, the, the bird I've been working, and he was sound like he was back up on the hill. <laughs> Not where I was set up, a little further to my left, but so I just see it because I've got the bird to my right gobbling, sound like he's working towards me. So I'm sitting there and I'm kind of, you know, dozing a little bit, being patient, trying not to move, and all of a sudden something catches the corner of my eye, and I'm like, <gasps> it's a turkey. <laughs> That's him. He's slipping in. So my heart, I mean, I feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. And I look, and I look, and it's a hen. And she slips through and feeds around for like 20 minutes. And this bird's still gobbling. He's working his way um, towards my direction. So I'm sitting there watching her. And um, then I finally hear him. The last time I heard him gobble, he was about my 12 o'clock. Probably about four or 500 yards. He gobbled one time. I hear gunshot. And that was the end of my hunt. Ah. <laughs> Well, close to the end of my hunt, uh, when I get ready to pack up, I realize my hen decoy bag is not in my pouch, and this is my husband's decoy that he loaned me, 
and I really didn't want to go back through the briar patches. I wanted to walk down the branching out and I ended up having to walk up the hill through the briar patches because it had snagged on some briars, but I got it back. Good. <laughs> oh, what a crushing morning. Yeah, Morgan, tell us about yours. Oh, our morning. So we were headed to this one spot and we ended up at a totally different spot, maybe 20 miles out of the way. And daylight was coming. There was big trucks behind us, so I couldn't just pull over. I was trying to read the map in the dark, you know, getting frustrated. And then, so I was like, okay, let's turn around. Well, there's public land right here. We turn around. We went to pull in. There was cars there. I was like, okay. Well, then we'll turn around. There was actually two cars there at the first spot. Then we decided to go. We just said, screw it. So we went to, across the fork to the other way, and there was this um, track. It really wasn't that big of a track. And we turned down this road, but it was a paved road. I was like, are we going into somebody's driveway? It, it just, because usually the forest service roads are dirt roads, but this was a paved kind of single lane road. And we're like, okay, well, let's, there was a Y. Let's go to the Y and maybe park there. Well, when we got to the Y, there was a house. I'm like, I ain't parking in some, front of somebody's house. Then we went down a little bit. And then we had another direct, uh, destination kind of at the end. Daylight's coming because we're a lot later than we thought. So then, then we, we kept going and then we saw a, a gate. I was like, slammed on brakes just backed up parked like let's just let's just go <laughs> this, is us. this is where we're gonna go so we got out um got our stuff and started walking and we walked gosh maybe maybe it was like 200 no, probably 300 yards in got on top of a hill um we did it was on top of a hill charlie and um sat there for a little while and called now a crow call he, he, he did, a, did a couple crow calls and we had one let's see had one crow, answer the crow call as we were walking in, and then we decided let's get on top of the ridge and see if we can locate him and more. He answered the crow call, and then we started calling, and he cut me off two or three times, and it sounded like they were down. Like so, the this area which we had no thing about, we saw there was a creek bottom, and we were kind of on top of the hill, and there was a creek bottom at the bottom. So it sounded like they were down. But we couldn't tell if they were off the trees or whatever. Um, but it sounded like they were at the bottom, and then we had another one. A little bit farther away, maybe. But he, he was gobbling, too, and he responded to the crow call. So then they shut up. <laughs> so then we decided, let's um, sneak around, um, kind of get closer to on the other side of the creek. So we went there, and that's when we started hearing. And we're pretty sure they were fighting. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I've never heard that in person, but it was just... At first, I was like, either this is a really bad hunter <laughs> doing something that is nothing like what you would do to attract a turkey or, or but they just were like gobbling or no it was like a cackle yeah. but it oh. but it was but it was two two of them i mean oh, it, it was two yeah huh. and i would um i can't remember if i was crow calling or if i i did a couple yelps so they would gobble and and we could hear it when they when they gobbled it was definitely a two of them wow and we felt like they were in the bottom and then they shut up so then we sat for a while and waited, and they wouldn't do anything. So then we said, okay, let's just try to go. We were going to go back around the creek and hit them from the other side. And then we never really could hear them again. But we, it was a, but then we got down on the road, the creek, the, the property like kind of went around. And there's these, I knew there were fields on the private side of the property. I was like, let's, maybe they went, you know, that's a good place to kind of be hanging out. And um, the fields are gorgeous, and if I was a turkey, I'd have been there, but they weren't. But we saw tons of tracks on the road, like fresh tracks, like some man's footprint and a track on top of it. Oh, so 
And, you know, they had all that rain yesterday, so it was pretty fresh. So, I mean, there's, we saw a good bit of tracks on, we walked that whole road maybe 500 yards. I mean, there was track, there was, there was an activity there. Um, and as it turns out, we came out the other way um, after we got back to the truck and somebody was at the place where we were going. So we made the right decision nice. for our random, you know, where the hell are we going to go? The sun's coming up. Nice. I have so. a question. So Erin and I, we were out this morning. By the way, maybe Erin will come over and tell us what she found while she was, while she went out scouting on her own. Um, but we heard a, there was another hunter kind of close to us. We drove past and parked after the, them, him, I'm assuming. That's yeah, fine. Um, and when we were going to leave, we heard what was like a hen call, but it was like, I would say like seven or eight iterations. Yeah. Like normally when I'm trying to impersonate a hen, I do like three, like, would a real hen do that much? Really? Last weekend, that we had a hen come up on us, and it just sat there and just hung out for 20 minutes, just making little clucking noises the whole time. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't have left. <laughs> but, like, we I, last him. weekend, the hen was just by itself. There was no gobbler with it either, so yeah. she might have been going to lay, to lay a, an egg. So Interesting. Well, that would have been something. But What would you find, Erin? Um, looked like some good like land like like all sort of clear of brush and like a creek bottom but nothing nothing yeah well yeah. i called some but nothing back my deranged turkey <laughs> <laughs> that's how i felt too getting out of here uh, it's crazy good deal morgan and i headed out scouting that afternoon because it was too windy to actually hunt we took our guns just in case but the only food we procured was of the vegetal variety we collected some Christmas fern fiddleheads down in a creek bottom and eventually headed back in the direction of camp. On the ride, we hemmed and hawed about where the best spot to go would be the next morning. Okay, here I'm with Morgan. We are riding back to camp and we just went out, we were scouting. It's the, I guess it's Friday afternoon. So we hunted this morning and then it's, it's too windy to hunt, to really hunt. So we took our guns scouting, called it scouting. Looked through a recently burned area, which we didn't see any sign out there. Otherwise, it looked really nice. Um, and then we went down to a creek bottom, picked some fiddleheads of Christmas fern. We know they're edible. We don't know if they're desirable to eat. <laughs> We're about to find that out. Um, we got some hot sauce at the house. At the <laughs> camp. We'll show some <laughs> we got some hot sauce to do with that. But we're trying to strategize where to go in the morning. Tomorrow morning is our last morning of camp because as of this recording, you cannot hunt Sundays on public land in South Carolina. So, I don't know. Morgan, you want to go back to where you heard gobbling this morning? I do. Like, part of me does. I, the, the, my favorite thing about hunting public land, which I just started uh, doing pretty much because of Arbit, Artemis, um, is that it's something different. Like, there's, there's new... There's new turns, there's new hills, you don't know what's around the corner. So, like, I like the idea of, of just going out to something new and see what we yeah. hear. But a bird's a bird, and we heard two this morning, and um, they were talking to us, responding. So, I feel like it might be worth the, the effort. And it's the good. thing is, we can hunt all day tomorrow. I mean, there's no, there's no, as long as the wind doesn't kick back up, we can stay out as long as we want. That's the, true. And it's supposed to be calm in the morning. Yeah. But, Here's the thing. How many group? I don't know how many pairs. We had one person go out singly, uh, April, who talked about her 
Yeah, so let's morning. just say there's there's 13 of us, and one went out single, so we had six pairs. Six or seven groups of people go so out. So seven people heard, seven group, individual or groups heard at least one bird. Everybody heard gobbling this yeah. morning. Yeah, and had, like, responsive gobbling. Nobody came in. I didn't have responsive gobbling. You didn't have any? I mean, the gobbler was responding to an owl. <laughs> Not to my call, but it was so cool. It was. I mean, that was completely, like, so last year we came at the end part of the end of the season and nobody heard anything except for maybe one the last day. Yeah. But it was really, really awesome. Everybody heard something. The first time hunters got to hear that, that, that wonderful thing that happens on a spring morning when that gobble just comes out at dawn so uh, it was really good even if it's not that close to but that i mean yeah this is this is the piedmont of south carolina so a lot of pines a lot of sand hills um but this is this where the state starts getting a little bit rocky You've seen a bunch of um dawn this morning it's like it looks like ice cubes in the in the in the, in the um in the road but it was just that that white um, I don't know what that rock's called. Some calcareous, like, limestone or something? Sure, that's what we'll call it. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds um, good. So, yeah, so I think there's so there's a lot, of, and this is a national uh, forest that is certainly managed for um, for harbor, for timbus, timber harvest. So, a lot of pines, but the bottomlands are at the, the bottomlands are certainly hardwoods along the creeks, and there's three rivers that come together kind of in this district. So. Yeah, there's, so there's a good amount of low bottom land, like drainages. Yes. Which and is where the hardwoods are. And that's where we keep hearing, anecdotally, everybody <laughs> yeah. heard them in this, this morning. Like, yep. most people that said they heard the turkeys and they could identify it were down in, in the bottom. Yep. And I would, our experience would corroborate that. Because they can see there. Up at the tops, there, unless it's been burned, it's pretty thick. And we went, we just walked through a recently burned area that I was sure, I was like, this is going to be perfect. And we didn't see the first bit of sign, but there's a cool picture. Maybe we'll put that with this podcast, a really cool picture that I think Dawn took. You all saw a, from this morning. It was a boot track, someone's boot track with a turkey track in it. It was. Like yeah. they had been there, you know, maybe minutes before. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to, we're about back at camp here. We're going to cook up some of... Morgan's going to cook up some snow goose hearts from Arkansas that some she's... snow goose pate that I have and backstrap bacon. All kinds of fancy food. And um, yeah, I'll have to get out here and show you another place. And these uh, Christmas ferns. And these Christmas ferns. We're going to do something with some of these Christmas ferns. So if you don't hear from us after this podcast, turns out Christmas ferns are poisonous. <laughs> or, or we all get the bad bellies and no, and no turkeys in the morning. Uh, we'll Google it a little more extensively before yeah. we throw it in the pot. I think so. So it turns out Christmas fern is edible, though I may have been its only fan. The rest of Morgan's charcuterie platter that night eclipsed the flavor and novelty of the fiddleheads. But before we made it all the way back, we ran into Erin as she was walking back from a potential spot that she had been scouting. Hey, it's Erin. Hey, good looking. You look like you're a turkey hunter. <laughs> you want to ride? Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, let me unload. She hopped in the car with us and we went back to look at the spot with her. It was a big open bottom land that looked excellent. And while we stood there kicking the dirt around, Morgan wanted to try an owl call and see if she could hear shot gobble. She asked me to call and I did not rise to the occasion. Okay, hit it. No, can you do one? Oh God, no, I can't do one. I thought you had one. <clears throat> Don't record me. Okay. Who cooks, who cooks, who cooks, baby? Good. I recorded you. Gosh, those trees are just... What we've got 
moving. I know. So, I mean, so we're right far. It's flat, all, right? If I'm reading this right, it's flat all the way to the river. Yep. Well, unless we go right. too far. Yeah, if we go straight. But it does standing water. I'm not walking through that. No, I'm not walking through that now. But it just kind of gives you... Yeah, I mean, this is a true, uh, honest bottom. Like, you could find some wood ducks back here. With more water, true. <laughs> but this is so the one that I, that I would love to show you, if we have time tomorrow, we'll ride you over there. Is, like, you, you, come, you come down off of this big hill, and then it's, like, green mm. pasture. Magic. Oh, it's like, oh. Kathy and I went to some place like that last year. It was beautiful. I think that's, yeah, gorgeous. over that 394 road. So pretty. All right, well, time for some goose hearts. Yeah, let's eat. Let's do it. We went back to camp and started cooking. Morgan is an excellent cook, and though our campground was classified as primitive, the food was anything but. Let's look um, what we got. Venison backstrap bacon. Which is amazing. I thought it was a travesty to do that to backstrap, but I... It is not. I recant my former statement after tasting it. We have freshly foraged uh, Christmas... Fern fiddleheads. Yep, sautéed in butter. Pretty good. I have uh, pickled okra from last summer. Gotta try that. That looks good. Balsamic figs from, from last your, summer. From your fig tree. From my fig tree at the house. Snow goose liver pate from Arkansas. Excellent. And on the fire, we have snow goose hearts, which are going to be doused in chimichurri sauce. As they should be. Various cheeses and spicy nuts. Spicy nuts. What more could you ask for? <laughs> Charcuterie. Charcuterie. That night, we had a great time around the fire, and the next morning came early. I hunted with Kate that morning in a recently burned area that we hadn't scouted on foot, but thought would be good if we could beat other hunters to the punch. Hashtag public land problems. We rode out in the dark, hoping that we'd left early enough to secure a spot. I took heart in the fact that when I went into Mary's tent that morning to borrow a box call that she deemed, quote, foolproof, she was still rolled up in her sleeping bag and not in a hurry to climb out. Mary is mostly my gauge of how turkey hunting should happen, so this seemed like a good sign. Gosh, yeah, whenever I'm hunting public land like this, I wake up and my stomach is just in knots and I feel like it's just a race against the clock. I don't know, do you feel that way? Oh, this is your this no. is your first weekend hunting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> like, I'm just here for the party. Uh, yeah. I have zero expectations. <laughs> I One of my coworkers was like, how do you clean a turkey? And I was like, well, the internet says, <laughs> but it's highly unlikely that I'm going to need that knowledge. <laughs> highly unlikely, unfortunately, but also there is a bunch of people back at camp yeah, that, that was explain the, it. That was the next thing I said. It was like, in the off chance <laughs> that it happens, somebody's going to be available to help me. We've got the brain power and the equipment. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Morgan was asking me if I was going to pluck a turkey if I got one. Apparently, that's a thing people do. I, those of you that have listened for a little while know that I'm all about plucking ducks, but a turkey? I don't know. That's, that seems like a big endeavor, so maybe, I don't know. Hopefully, that's a problem that I have. Let's say that. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna... We're gonna see what we can do. I'm. I guess I'm the lead this morning, just by default. Sorry, but <laughs> not that I have very much knowledge. I just have what's been told to me mostly. I've got a few experiences with turkeys, but not many. So this morning's gonna be fun. I lost my mileage. Parker. That's fine. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Point four turn right. It's 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 your next right. Okay. All right. This is it. Coming up here somewhere. Right here. Yep.
and I would say the place that we're going, but if we end up getting a bird, this is gonna be a top secret turkey camp spot, so right. we can't leak that information. All right, we've got five miles, and then we'll pretty much be there. It says 10 minutes, so I don't know what's gonna to happen to the road, but okay. we're always gonna look like this the whole way, paved and nice. <laughs> this poor minivan has been off-roading before. <laughs> All right, we are, we'll circle back with y'all once we hear a turkey or not. Alright, Kate and I are back in the minivan. <laughs> we're, yep. we're headed back to camp. We, I don't know. Kate, you want to talk about what, what we found out there? What happened? Uh, we heard a couple gobbles early on. They seemed far away, but it was like maybe hopeful. And then we heard a boom. A boom, a big <laughs> boom. A final boom. And then no more gobbles. Uh, and we moved. We had set up a decoy in a spot that I thought looked really good. And after we heard that turkey get shot, we moved a little distance, came upon another hunter. Mm-hmm. So then we backtracked, set up, and then we got bored of that place. So we went to another place that was just looking awesome. And somebody else thought it looked awesome too and was already set there. <laughs> Found another hunter. <laughs> so we looped up to the top of a hill, kind of sat there for a few minutes. It's really pretty this morning. The sun's coming through the pines and everything was beautiful. Um, and then we decided, We'd had enough, <laughs> so we could go eat breakfast. We could go eat breakfast and have a have a pee in the privacy of the bathroom. Yeah. Um, and then on our way out, we another truck pulled up with yep. somebody else who probably got bumped from his spot. So I don't know. The group the group text this morning said Kathy had to go to her fifth spot um, that she wanted to choose, and I think I think everybody's maybe had a little action or heard birds this morning, but just just a ton of people out in the woods. So. We're gonna head back to camp and see what everybody else, see what their morning was like. Yep. After an incredibly crowded and unfortunately birdless morning, we went back to camp and circled up with the rest of the group. Lachey and Don hunted together that morning and it was fun to hear their take on turkey camp. Well, you all haven't been on the podcast yet, so can you introduce yourself? Uh, yes, I'm Lachey Dowd um, from Ridgeway. Lachey how, Lachey, how long have you been turkey hunting? Uh, about 28 years. Wow, okay, so you got a little bit of experience. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and we have... Dawn Walden, and I'm from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. Dawn, how long have you been turkey hunting? This is actually my first experience turkey hunting. Cool. I've been hunting with my husband for several years, deer hunting, but this is the first turkey experience. Awesome, so we got both ends of the spectrum here. Absolutely. Well, what did y'all think? The, this very short abbreviated weekend it was just really a day and a half i believe the first day that we went it was very exciting everybody seen seen or heard birds and i think we got really pumped up um today there's a little bit more people out in the woods made it a little bit more difficult but it was still we had a great time yeah it was a beautiful morning mm-hmm. i don't know don what did what did you think i thought it was awesome this was my first experience with the artemis group and had an absolute blast um, being with like-minded women and just chit-chatting around the fire. First day out in the woods, I got to hear several gobbles and just hike all up and down through the woods. It was awesome. This morning, unfortunately, we didn't hear anything besides the birds chirping and just be out in the peacefulness, but it was definitely a great experience. 
That's good. Yeah. I feel like, so last year, I know turkey camp was later. Did you, Lachey, were you here last year? I did not. I didn't come until deer camp. Okay. Mm -hmm. Last year, I know it was later, like towards the end of the month, and nobody hardly heard anything, I don't think, last year. So after yesterday morning, when everybody heard gobbles, I was pumped up. I was like, this is awesome. And I think it opened out here on like a week ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, last last weekend was, last Friday was the first day. Yeah. So I'm thinking next year. I don't know. I was talking about Kate with this. I think it would be cool to do a, like a week during the week hunts. Yes. But I worry about excluding people. That can't take time off. So that's kind of the... If they knew ahead of time. If they knew you think... Longer. Yeah. yeah. It's because we, I think we registered in January. But if they had, you know, six, eight months, even a year ahead of time already planned, then they would be able to work that out. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well... That's my take on Turkey Camp 3.0. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. We've got a long drive home, so we're not going to hunt the rest of today and can't hunt Sundays. Not yet. Not yet. But, uh, but yeah, there's still time. There's still people out in the woods, so maybe somebody will still bring a turkey back to camp. We'll see. (laughs) Well, uh, above and beyond the turkeys, even if we didn't see here or anything with the turkeys, the camaraderie was unbelievable, and it was fun. It was... You know, we're all, we're all from all walks of life, mm-hmm. you know, all over the the state and even in so other states, and it's still amazing to come together with everybody like that. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. I I wasn't able to stay for the festivities around the campfire last night, but it sounds okay. like... Ball. We had a blast. I laughed so hard I was crying. <laughs> I needed that yeah. time away and... For sure. Just to let loose and mm-hmm. have a good time. Yeah. Holly, yeah. did y'all stay up? Uh, a little past 11, I think most of us were up. Yeah, not that's too late. terribly late, but, I mean... That's late in my life. We met, <laughs> well, my life, too. We Normally met some of the other campers here. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. What was that like? It, they were really nice. We just seen them sitting outside, and we just went up and started talking with them, and they were... One of the guys said he'd killed a 20-pound gobbler last weekend, and... Wow. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to meet everybody. Oh, cool. That's good. Yeah, last year, I know... Nobody here was here last year, but I know there was some, I think a quote from Mary is, that's not the kind of beard I was trying to call into camp. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Some guy came over and was talking to them, but good deal. All right. Well, everybody's filtering back into camp. We're going to have to hit the road soon. We got a long drive back with the baby, but it was fun. I really enjoyed meeting y'all. And like you said, time away, even though Charlie was in the background. That's okay. It, it was nice to be We out. loved her, yeah. too. Yeah, she's cute, if nothing else. <laughs> yes, she is. She's cute. Thank you for joining us this week on the Artemis Podcast. Until next time, be bold, stay curious, and get outside. Thank you.